Welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast, where you'll learn all the best tips, tricks, and practical techniques for building the confidence levels you've always wanted. With inspiring interviews, real-life examples, and game-changing insights, this podcast is for women who know that mastering the skill of confidence is one of the most important things they'll ever do. Hello and welcome to our final episode of the Secrets of Confident Women podcast for 2023. Our podcast is an absolute labor of love and we have really enjoyed interviewing some incredible women this year from across the globe. Although we did cut back on the number of episodes we released this season, the ones we did, we loved and we received fantastic feedback from you, our listeners, about them all. Now, if you've been a long-time listener, then you know that we ask all our guests the same set of questions about confidence and then our Rise Women Power questions. And then at the end of each year, we compile a compilation of their answers. Now, we love it because it's just like a snapshot of all the different answers and all the different perspectives showing us that we are all unique and view the world differently. This year, we've done the same and we hope you enjoy the 2023 compilation at the end of this episode. Both Anastasia and I have absolutely loved knowing that you're all out there listening to the podcast and we hope that you've been able to take something from at least one episode this year that can help you become a more confident woman. And before we finish this year, there's a few people to thank. Firstly, thank you to all our wonderful guests this year that gave up their time to record these episodes. We know that it really does take something to book time into your busy schedules to be with us, but we really do appreciate it. And we want you to know that sharing your wisdom really does make such a huge difference to the women in the world. Again, thank you to our listeners. Look, it's really important work that we do and we love hearing about how something you heard on the podcast made a difference to you. Had you been more confident, had you speak up or even just had you feel like you were not alone if you had negative thinking or fear or you were, you know, feeling low in confidence. This podcast has always been about sharing the truth, that feeling low in confidence is normal and there is not something wrong with you. The voice in your head does not talk the truth and you absolutely can do something about it just like us. I also want to thank Stevie, our amazing podcast editor, who does so much work behind the scenes to get these podcasts out in the world. And finally, a huge thank you to our wonderful clients. To those women who sign up for our online courses that we look, we don't always meet, but you should know that we literally do a little happy dance when we see a course sale notification come into our emails. Thank you for being part of our community and trusting us to support you in your efforts to become a more confident woman. And to my one-on-one coaching clients, each week I just treasure the opportunity you give me to work with you in person, to help you see what an incredible woman you really are. You give my life so much purpose, allow me to live my dreams and you inspire me with your courage and your dedication to creating yourselves an amazing life. So thank you once again. 
So that's it for 2023. Next is our amazing compilation of all our guest answers, which I know you'll love. We can't wait to talk to you all again in the 2024 season of the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. And until then, remember, with confidence, anything is possible. Bye for now. So what does confidence or being a confident woman mean to you? For me, it's really about being authentic. It's about being honest with who I am and really confidently standing in what is meaningful to me, what I value and making decisions that are in alignment with that. I think it means not letting other people get in our way. Mm. Because we do that. We give them permission to get in our way. Yes. But I really think that confidence is not letting other people determine what we want and whether we can get it. Yeah, excellent. To me, it means being a leader at home first because I know a lot of people are out there. Yeah, a lot of people out there trying to change the world, but I don't think a lot of people realize you can change so much more at home. And, you know, if you can change what you're doing, you know, not stop focusing on other people, focus on yourself. You're actually inevitably teaching that to your children and it's showing them leadership. Yeah. So that for me is like where I really had to sort of take a stance and and be that leader in the home for them as well. What does confidence or being a confident woman mean to you? I think it really means knowing who you are Mm and appreciating who you are. So this is like really embracing and enjoying our humanness and our imperfection. As opposed to just sort of accepting ourselves. Like I don't want to just accept myself and I don't want other women to just accept themselves either. I want us to love it, you know, embrace it, enjoy it, have fun with it, be able to laugh at it when we don't get it right and just know that there, there is so much worthiness in us. Yeah, that it doesn't matter. We don't have to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. I love that distinction. I haven't sort of, I've never sort of put that together before because we always talk about accepting this, accepting that, but it's, it's like almost a accept it and try to forget about it. Almost. Yes. Yeah, I love that, and that is true confidence, right? It's just being in that place of you know we are just human, and it's this is the way it rolls, being human, and this is the game. So <laughs> please step up. <laughs> And when are you the most confident version of yourself? So I was thinking about this before you asked the question and it's it's interesting. You know, I think it really is, I am so passionate about the work that I do. It's when I am working directly with clients and I'm getting the results that I want them to get and I'm seeing the transformation. To me, it just fuels me in such a meaningful way. That's where I feel the most confident. I would say the most confident version of myself is probably teaching health and wellness to my kids because I live it myself. A big one I noticed that I've probably been teaching them more so is like putting your oxygen mask on first. Yeah. Because that's what uh, we've seen so many times is that parents, especially women, um, get very burnt out. Yes. You know, career, kids, everything else. And it's usually lack of sort of like taking care of oneself. Mm -hmm. You know, I see it sometimes in my kids where they'll try and sort of do things for other people. And I'm like, you know what, Mm. that's great. But you also need to look at like, do you have enough in your tank too? And we, we talk about it in terms of like filling up your bucket first. Yeah and making sure that like you're good before you start giving to others. That's kind of part of the health and wellness because that at the end of the day is also your mental health. 
I am the most confident version of myself when I am doing work that matters to me. So I love doing this. Yeah. I've always been a person who fully engages in my work and gives my whole self to it. So when I'm doing something that matters, I feel very confident. And the other place I think I feel really confident for me personally is in the wilderness. And that's that's just a, a, a happy place for me. It's a place that feels like home. When are you the most confident version of yourself, Randy? I think there's there's two times. There's like when I'm with my closest friends, you know, the people that know me the best and are equally accepting of who I am and call me on my stuff when <laughs> yes. that's what's needed. So I think those are the moments that that I'm really confident. And another time that I'm really confident is when I'm with my clients, yeah. when we're sort of in the zone of that work. Now we end every episode, Leah, with our Rise Women Power questions. So are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> what do you wish every woman knew? Oh goodness, of course, I wish yeah. every woman <laughs> knew how to manage their money with confidence. Well done, I love it. The people that you're worried about what they think, they just don't care as much as you think they care. Yes. Oh my God, I love that one so much, for sure. They are so concerned about themselves, they really do not care too much about you. <laughs> no, so let's not give them that power. Yeah, exactly. I would want them to know that you're an example to your children, so just be mindful of what you're teaching them. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Okay. I wish every woman knew that her leadership matters, that the world needs you. Yeah. You matter, you make a difference, and you don't have to be brilliant or special or perfect to make that difference. You just have to care and you have to you have to take some action. Absolutely. And whether that's leadership in your family, in your community, like at, at any level, it's not even just organisations, it's across the board. Leadership in our schools, leadership in our parenting, everything. Everything. What is your superpower? I am really good at phrasing hard things, delivering hard news, or telling the truth in a way that is constructive and helpful and not hurtful. That's a great superpower. I bet that's called on quite a bit. <laughs> and what is your superpower? I think I am the anti-multitasker. I cannot <laughs> multitask. I never have been able to. I can do one thing at a time. And when I'm doing it, I am fully present. Great. And there was a time I would have beaten myself up for that, but now I'm like, no, that is my superpower. Yes. I, I am doing one thing and it's taking all of me in that moment. Great, I love that. That is very good. I think staying grateful in the worst of times is mine. Oh, that's a great one. That is yeah. powerful. That is very powerful. Now we have a whole shoe thing going on. <laughs> Uh, are you a heels or a flats? Or to be honest, we've had now uh, barefoot snow boots. We've had a whole range of flip-flops. We've had everything, everything. But it started off with a heels or flats. It's like, what do you put on when you feel confident? Because Anastasia and I are like total heels girls. Although I was at this workshop in the last couple of days. I haven't worn heels for a while. And by the end of the two and a half hour workshop, holy dooly, my feet were cramping. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so out of practice wearing heels. But anyway, <laughs> heels or flats or some other version of that? 
I want to say heels, but I know how uncomfortable they are. Um, <laughs> I'd say they're the prettiest if I yes. can wear them for like a couple of hours. Yeah. So if yeah. I want to go out and dress up, it's heels. But I'd say sort of my natural nature is I actually have a saying behind me. This is I'm a flip flop kind of girl. Oh, awesome. So, okay. Well, there you so go. So I think about the beach and I'd rather wear flip flops. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. I, I'm a barefoot person myself, but my philosophy on footwear is <laughs> something you can march in, yes. something you can run in, and something you can kick butt in. So, oh, good. you know, like whatever makes you feel that way, whatever makes you feel physically yes. competent, confident, and powerful. Yeah. That's the deal. I love that you have a philosophy in footwear. We're going to have to... <laughs> I have to change my question to, what is your philosophy of footwear? Oh, I love that. So I admire all of you heels ladies so much. And I think they are so beautiful, but I am definitely a comfort person You're and I love my flesh. Okay, good. Where do you thrive in the shoe department, Randy? Well, in the shoe department, for sure, I'm, I'm about the flats. Right. But what I would say is wear whatever's not going to distract you. Yeah. If you are awesome in a pair of heels, my God, rock the heels. Yeah. Like, do what feels natural to you. But if you're like, I'm about the flats. If I was in heels, <laughs> all I'd be thinking about is don't fall. Don't trip. <laughs> don't embarrass yourself. And I wouldn't think about what I was saying. So for me, yep, it's flats. Very good. Um, your favorite quote or a rule that you live by? So my favorite quote, which... I believe is by Walt Whitman, but to be honest with you, I got from Ted Lasso. Right. <laughs> is be curious, not judgmental. Oh, I love that. That's very good. Yeah. Your favorite quote or rule that you live by? It's the one about like a journey of a thousand miles starts with one step, yes. something like that. It's just like that concept of just take one step in the direction and you're starting to make progress. Yeah. Very helpful. Very good. There's a great quote by Elizabeth Lesser who wrote a book called Cassandra Speaks, which I highly recommend. And her quote is, do no harm and take no crap. Only she doesn't say crap. Yeah, that's but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, yes. Do no harm and take no crap. So it's not one or the other. Yeah. It's both. both. Like do both. I love that. I love that. Quote, if you didn't come from a healthy family, make sure your healthy family comes from you. I have never heard that before, and that is very powerful. That is yeah. really fabulous. Is that yours? I didn't write it, no, but oh. it's something that I came across and it stuck with me because yeah. it's very much aligned with my mission. Absolutely. That is really great. Okay. And who inspires you and why? Uh, I would say my family, like my partner and my kids, because they're just so positive and, you know, they, they're always got a smile on their face. Yeah. And that makes for a great life, doesn't it? Who inspires you and why? My mom is by far my biggest inspiration. I was raised with a single mom. My parents divorced when um, I was eight years old okay. and I witnessed her challenges yeah. through uh, my growing up. And she has just been there for me and for my kids. And she is just an amazing person. Love it, love it, love it. A person that inspires me so much is, is one of my best friends. Her name's Sue. And the thing that I love about her is she has a big job. I mean, she's she's an attorney. She works in a constitutional law center at a major university. Like, she's got an important yeah. job. Yeah. 
And she is so present in every area of her life. And she is so kind and she is so thoughtful of others. And she does tremendous amount of community service and things like that. She just, I don't know how she does it all. And she's completely inspiring to me. Excellent. A true superwoman takes on more than I can ever consider. (laughs) She is. She wears a cape for sure. For sure. Right now, I've been following the work of Sarah Rayo and Regina Jackson, and they are two women of color in the U.S., and they wrote a book called White Women, Everything You Already Know About Your Own Racism and How to Do Better. Wow. It's an incredibly confronting, challenging book. I highly recommend it. Yeah. And I think what inspires me so much about these women is that Their real mission is calling all of us women to come together and be allies to one another in a much stronger way than we have been. And so it's just challenging this notion that there are different ways for us to come together and we haven't been doing enough of it. So it's it's pretty powerful work, but they don't pull any punches. So you got to be ready. You got to be ready. (laughs) You got to be ready. Yeah. I love that. Okay. But again, women who are really using their voice to be confrontational and change the world because we need to change the world. And these are the very uncomfortable conversations or topics that we need people to discuss. That's right. They're getting all the backlash, right? Of course. They're getting getting a lot back. So yeah, just to be in support of that and to be open to that message and that and to be challenged in that way which which we need to be right all of us need to be absolutely yeah and finish this sentence if i had even more confidence than i do now i would i think i would save time oh because even the most confident people sometimes we do Confidence is like a roller coaster, right? It goes up and it goes down and hopefully it goes back up. Yeah. And so in the moments when you're down, even I, who I think are pretty good on the confidence scale, there are moments when I get in my own way and I have to do the work to get out of my own way. So I just think if I didn't have those dips, I would save time. Yeah. Oh, that's a good answer. I love it. I would speak on big stages. Oh, they've had (laughs) quite a few of those. It's always the one that's like, excellent. I would grow my business in a like big platform way, yep. but I would do that without working harder. Ah, great. Without yes. just, you know, I wouldn't do it in the way of like, oh, I'm just going to work more hours yeah, and put yeah. more energy and more time, right? Like yeah. it would be like, no, I want to grow, but I also want to, yeah, take care of myself and live my life. I want to live. I love that. Well, thank you so much. This has been a powerful conversation and I really, really thank you for spending your time with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I've really loved this conversation. Fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for sharing your insights today and and being on the podcast. It's been my pleasure. Thanks again for inviting me. You are welcome. And thank you to everyone for listening today. And remember, there are so many ways that we can help you become the confident woman you've always wanted to be. So please get in touch or visit us at risewomen.com. We want to ensure that confidence is every woman's new normal. And we do that by getting our programs and resources out to as many women as possible. So until next time, remember, with confidence, anything is possible. Bye for now.